How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, May the 10th. As we come off an incredibly disappointing weekend of Phillies baseball in Atlanta. As the Phillies road woes continue. They continue to just uh, have struggles on the road. Uh, They come in on Friday and lay the smack down on the Braves and you're feeling good. and, And then, of course, hearts are just broken and crushed. We'll get into it a lot to unpack. The Saturday game, a... All-time loss. I mean, really. You know, this is a team, this group together, 2018, 2019, whatever you want to say. I mean, they've specialized in gut-wrenching, soul-crushing, stomach-punch losses. And uh, it's possible that Saturday nights was was the worst one yet. I mean, it's, it's a possibility. That's how bad it was. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Um, so, again, really a frustrating week. And again, Friday, you know, the team sweeps the Brewers, the four straight at home, uh, just feeling good in first place. And then you take game one on Friday, 12-2, to two, and the bats just come in white hot and it it feels like there's momentum and excitement and then oh my god Saturday night was just a soul crushing loss and that's what made Sunday so frustrating is you wanted to see the team bounce back on Sunday after again you know loss where they had the the Braves down to their multiple their their final strike um game over it was done and and multiple times it felt like game over in that game and uh and then yesterday just unable to to come back and respond and Aaron Nola uh incredibly disappointing performance we'll we'll dive into it all but Nola was 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 awful I mean just gets gets crushed in the first four runs in the first and and that was it that was all she wrote Phillies lose 6-1 that was it game and uh it was frustrating because uh you know cut mccutcheon got the game started off with a home run and you're like okay let's go bounce back game and it wasn't at all it was a, it was far from a bounce back game and, and again you needed you needed more from nola there obviously obviously you needed nola to to be the guy be the dude there and, and he wasn't we'll, we'll dive into it we'll talk more about it but um, again, I think you just come out of that weekend, all the excitement from last week from the sweep of the Brewers and winning that first game over the Braves, the five game win streak. Like, yes, this team actually won five in a row as wild as that sounds. Uh, then they, they lose these last two and it sucks the, the wind out of it. The, the energy out of it. They're now one game above 500 and, um, you know, the Mets have won five straight. 
and it's frustrating it's it's frustrating because it does again it really kind of sucks the uh the excitement from from the room so to speak and again the way they went down saturday and then just kind of mail it in yesterday was was um a tough pill to swallow you know tough to come out of this weekend and feel good um off day today which is you know needed i mean they played 17 straight days of baseball and i think you saw it yesterday i mean they had nothing it was a weak effort um uh, you know all the adrenaline and and hope from Saturday night to just get crushed the way it did. Maybe it, uh, maybe it caused them to not be able to, to bounce back, uh, at all yesterday after such a long stretch of baseball, but they, they do get an off day. They much in then back at it tomorrow in Washington. We'll look ahead to that later, but man, they, they gotta be better on the road. I mean, you know, still have three in Washington, then three against, uh, Toronto and Florida. And, I mean, they've just been a horrible road team. I mean, flat out. I mean, they are five and eleven on the road, and and as we've talked about many times, the the road woes date back to much further than that. I mean, this is a team that has just consistently failed on the road, and I, you know they can't win a road series. I don't know what it is. It's um again, it's something that's strange. It's uh, not something you see that often in baseball. You'll see it in other sports more, but you wouldn't think it would matter that much. Um, so you know, you really want to see them turn that around because, again, they're, they're not a good enough team to, to play this poorly on the road and continue to keep pace. Um, and, again, big road games coming up. you got Washington as a division opponent, obviously, so um, and is one of the teams, you know, kind of all bunched together there. So, um it's frustrating. We'll look at where they stand in the division and uh, and look ahead to what's coming up this week a little later. Let's look back at the weekend, go game by game. And we'll start with the good, and then we'll get to the much more bad. Let's start with Friday, which, like I said, was just a, a great start to the week. You know, it was uh, or the weekend, I should say. Excuse me. Um, you know, after the four. Wins over the Brewers, uh, the sweep. You're 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 going into to Friday night, and the Phillies just jump all over Atlanta. Like jump all over Atlanta. They put up six runs in the first inning, and and this was one of those rare games. You know, with this Phillies team, it feels like five in the first. We've seen six in the first, and the game is not over. And it's a, a terrifying wait to see how they ultimately just you know give the game away, which we'll see this weekend. But but Friday turned out not to be that. I mean, they gave up two runs in the... Eflin gave up... Uh, they score another run. Uh, they gave up one run in the second, and then one in the fifth, scoring another run in between, and then they just add to it, and that was it. It was over. Um, six in the first, a double rare three on over. That was the big hit there. Um, but really, everyone hit. JT, it's a two-run blast later. You look through the lineup, the Phillies had 12 hits in the game which is just uh, excuse me 16 hits 12 runs 12 to 16 hits in the game McCutcheon goes two for six by the way McCutcheon batting over 200 again he's he's been good homer in the next uh on Sunday McCutcheon has been much better if you're looking for bright spots we'll talk more about it tomorrow as we headed to you know this week's game but uh games but um it's really nice to see McCutcheon kind of looking 
maybe not totally cooked. So that that's a positive. He was two for six. Uh, Hoskins doesn't get any hits, but scores a couple runs. Harper was two for five with a couple runs. JT three for five with the homer and a couple runs. Boom, two for four. Excuse me, two for five. Uh, Gene Segura finally back in the lineup. Four for five for Segura. White hot. Oduba was two for four. Uh, everyone hit. You know, one of those games where just everyone got involved. Eflin, really good. Six and two-thirds, two earned, eight strikeouts, one walk, uh, five hits was was great. You know, it was exactly what you expect from Eflin. As he has been as consistent as you could ask for this season for the Phillies. A 3-3-80-R-A. It actually feels like it, it should be lower than that. Um, he was really good. Brogdon and Hale come in, and, and uh, David Hale put just two clean innings. Of course, they had a giant lead, but, you know. I'll take what you can get from David now, but uh, but a big win and a nice win. They chased Charlie Morton immediately in the first inning, and you're feeling great. You're feeling good. Uh, Segura back in the lineup. How big that is. Harper back in the lineup for that game. You're feeling good. You know, it's like, all right, we got our guys back. We got a four-game winning streak. Now it's a five-game winning streak. And Harper and Segura are back. Like, let's roll. All we got to do is take one of the next two and we win this series, which is all you ask for going into a road series in Atlanta. You know, you're not expecting to sweep. Obviously, you win the first game. The hope of sweep, the dream of sweep is always there, and it's always on the mind. But not, um, you know, you, you really just hope to go two or three when you're there, and, and you got to feel real good about that after game one. And you felt real good about it. At certain points in game two, and uh, and it didn't go that way, and then ultimately falls apart uh, Sunday. Um, let's get to it. Uh, game two, Saturday, just a horrible, 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 horrible loss, as we talked before. One of the worst, if not the worst. I think maybe the worst we've had in the last few years here with many just tough losses. Uh, the Phillies... Um, get another solid outing from Vince Velasquez, and uh, he gives them a chance to win. They get out in front early, as uh, aforementioned White Hot Gene Segura home run in the first. Segura goes three for four in this one, um, leaves the game batting three ninety one. Gene Segura, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get back to Gene Segura. Decision made about Gene Segura that I had an issue with in this game, but uh, Segura gets him going. Um, they get uh, uh, ultimately score another in the first, then another in the second, three nothing, um, and then Vinny only gives up one, uh, only gives up uh, a Freddie Freeman homer in the the six. Uh, Vinny goes five and a third, gives up one run, two hits, three walks, six strikeouts. I mean, yet again, Vinny Velasquez back to back solid starts. And look, we've seen too much of this from Vinny too many times. We've seen him you know, kind of tantalize and have a few good starts in a row and then revert back to who he is. But, um, you know, he's given him chances to win. He's certainly been a lot better than Matt Moore was in the rotation, that's for sure. Um, and Matt Moore is period, as we'll see later in this game. Um, but, um, you know, Vinny's been good. And, uh, you know, give Caitlin Cotham credit as well um, for whatever he's done with Vinny so far. It does look like, you know, whatever they're doing is working so far. And we'll... So, you know, sadly, or for better or worse, see how this experiment keeps going is, you know, they don't have anyone else in the rotation right now, right? Until Spencer Howard's ready and, you know, we'll see. Uh, but Vinny was good in this one. Certainly uh, left with a chance to win game, a chance to win the bullpen. 
Good for a while. Uh, Coonrod gives him an inning and a third of uh, of shutout baseball. Jose Alvarado, a really big out, comes in to, to bail out Coonrod with runners on, then gets another inning clean. Um, and then we get to the ninth. My boy, Hector Neris, uh, and I, I have defended Hector, and you know I think he's a very good pitcher, but you know, look, he's definitely had a few of these. It's impossible to argue that he's not had a few of these just gut-wrenching, soul-crushing outings. And this was this was one of them. As uh, Hector comes in in the ninth, Philly's up three to one, gets two outs, runner on, Pablo Sandoval in, and of course. With two strikes for some reason, and maybe blame JT for this. I don't know, but he threw a fastball and Sandoval crushed it. And it was 3 3. It was 3 3. Down to their last freaking strike. Oh, God, it is so crushing. It is one of those just horrifying ways to go to extras. And then here's the thing um, it gets worse. So they go to extras and. Um, in the top of the 10, we, I mentioned Gene Segura before Joe Girardi, who has been just obsessed with double switches. I don't know what it is. Like this guy can't not make double switches. Like it's, it's almost like it's a, a, a compulsion for him. It's like, relax, dude, stop making double switches. Chill out. Like you don't always have to make double switches. A couple spots on line or is not that valuable. Like relax, and he makes a double switch and takes Segura out of the game. And Segura would have come up with runners in first and second in that spot. And he didn't. Hoskins came up because of a double switch. And Hoskins struck out. And Segura's your hottest hitter on the team. And he's also a good defensive player at second base. Like, there's no reason to take that guy out of a baseball game. Like, what are you doing? You're going over the top. Like, it's just, it's too much, Joe. It really is. It's way too much. Like, rein it in, big dog. Big time. Like, that was... That was bad managing. And look, Girardi did do some great managing in the bottom of the 10th as the the basically runner on third one out. And uh, Girardi decides to walk two guys to load the bases with Brandon Kinsler on the hill. Kinsler ends up getting a grounder. They get the out at home, the force at home, and then he gets a big strikeout and they get out of the inning. Um, and it definitely – so, so again, um, horrible managing – taking Sigur out just horrible like no makes no sense for two spots on the lineup order like that was the point like what are you doing he's your best hitter right now he was three for four and was four for five the night before I mean what are we doing he's seven for nine since coming back like and he's a good second baseman what are you doing what are you doing like horrible so then but then you know look uh nifty bit of managing get him out of nifty bit of pitching Brandon Kitzer really came through there um strikes a guy out so we go to the 11th. So again, you know, down to the last out in the ninth. Then in the 10th, it feels like they're going to lose. Kinsler saves it. Um, then we get to the 11th. Nicky Maton, what a big hit. Nick Maton, oh, so close to being a homer with a runner on. Um, just crushes one to right center field. It goes off the wall instead of being a homer. A double uh, makes it a 4-3 to three game. So the Phillies now have a 4-3 to three lead in the top of the 11th, heading into the bottom of the 11th. And... They give it right back. Didi Gregorius, a throwing error. Just horrible. A horrible throw. Just way off target. Run scores 4-4. So now if you're keeping track, the Phillies had a 3-1 lead in the bottom of the ninth. 
down the last out, down the last strike, give it up. Then in the bottom of the 11th, have a lead, a 4-3 lead, give up a run. So now it's 4-4. We're heading into the 12th. And finally, it's like, all right, thank goodness. The Phillies break it open. Bases loaded, Harper at the play. Harper scorches one back at the pitcher, kind of bounces off him. Pitcher tries to throw home, throws it away, kind of a give back for the DD. JTRBI single after that. The Phillies end up taking a 7-4 lead. Uh, boom, grounds in a double play there after that, which really, if he could have hit that, it could have broken it open and maybe what happened wouldn't have happened, but who knows, it might have anyway. But um, they ultimately get out of that inning with a 7-4 lead. So now the Phillies have had a 3-1 lead in the ninth, a 4-3 lead in the 11th, and now a 7-4 lead in the 12th. And wouldn't you know it, Daniel De Los Santos comes in. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. He gives up three runs like almost immediately. Now, to be fair, on the game-tying run, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, again, man, as good as he's been with the bat the last few games, he's been just consistently horrible in the outfield. Uh, makes another bad play, kind of bobbles and, and isn't able to get to a ball as quickly as he should. Ultimately allows the seventh tying run to score. Um, later that inning, Matt Moore comes in, gives up a game-winning hit. And uh, Phillies lose 8-7. And again, um, considering the, the situation, the uh, five straight, about to get six straight in Atlanta, about to win a road series in Atlanta, um, city atop the division, and then to have the lead again, just to, to hammer it home, 3-1 in the ninth, 4-3 in the 11th, 7-4 in the 12th, and lose. I think that might be the worst one yet of the last few years. Just a uh, a horror show of a baseball game. No other way to put it. All right, on to Sunday. We'll try and forget that whenever happened, but we won't be able to. Sunday just stunk. They they, uh, they just didn't have it. They didn't bring it. Kutch starts it off nice. Home run the first. Uh, first pitch, you know, first uh, about the game, one nothing. But then uh, Nola gives it all back, like gives up four runs in the first, just gets crushed. A uh, RBI single, RBI triple, uh, two-run homer. Then gives up another homer in the third to Freddie Freeman. Uh, they would tag on another run later, and that was it. Nola, um, four innings, five earned, five hits, one walk, four strikeouts, gave up two home runs. The Phillies... Bats unable to get anything going, only six hits, obviously five after that initial catch home run. Um, it was just an incredibly disappointing performance, you know, coming off that horrific loss the night before, that gut-wrenching loss, that gut-punch loss, um, to see them kind of just mail it in and, and not show up. Uh, after that and fight and try and win that series was was tough you know and they've been so bad on the road it's not surprising but it was it was a bad performance on Sunday Night Baseball no less uh, uh, kind of heartless you know I don't want to call it heartless that's the wrong word just just not a, an effortless an energyless energyless performance and look I mean you know I'm not doing the whole Aaron Nolan ace thing or whatever I think Aaron Nolan's a, a great pitcher he's one of the 10 to 12 best pitchers in baseball i would say like whatever that means um people have different definitions of ace and all that but aaron Nola wasn't good enough yesterday that's for sure and again going back to the point we're just making you know in a spot where the team was coming off such a, a massively disappointing moment and had been on a roll 
Like that's the kind of spot you want to see your ace come in and 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 shut it down and say, all right, we're getting back on a roll here. Like I'm not letting this this momentum that we built die because of of a fluky, crappy, you know, gut punch loss. And he comes in and he and he twirls a gem, and you know, he didn't. He got out pitched by Huascari Noah. You know, and uh, and that sucks. And look, again, I understand. Look, baseball is one of those sports, right, where even the best of the best have days where they just don't have it. They don't have their stuff. They don't whatever. And obviously it happens less for Jacob deGrom than it does for Aaron Nola, but even Aaron Nola has those days. Um, it just It just was a spot where it was a bad spot for him to have one of those days considering, you know, what this team needed from him, you know, what they needed from this game, what they needed to find a way to do. And, uh, and he stunk, you know, that that's it. It is what it is. You know, you hope he goes out and dominates the next one. Um, but it was a bummer because again, you know, it is what it is. You expect more from him. You just do. And it's not, uh, it's fair to, he's, he's the best pitcher on the team. And that was a big spot where, um, you, you want to see him go out and, and act like an ace. And, and he didn't, uh, you know, on Sunday night baseball, um, again, in a big spot where, you know, you, you're have a chance to win a series um so it was a bummer but again he's he's a great pitcher obviously but that was a bummer of a spot and uh we need to see him win some big games you know because again um i'm not saying he can't do it i'm not saying he's whatever and i'm not saying he's less of a pitcher because of it but like you know i mean we have seen him in september have some rough septembers and particularly last year all he had to do was win one of those last two starts and they're in the playoffs and he just couldn't do it and uh you know, so so uh, yeah, that's why games like yesterday are frustrating because it does kind of remind you that that you know Nola does have those spots where you're expecting a big start from him and he doesn't always give it to you. So um, we'll see. Hopefully, it's uh, just a night. Um, all right, looking at quickly at the standings, the Phillies obviously. No longer in first place. Now a game behind the Mets. Mets 16 and 13. The Phillies 18 and 17. The Braves now only a half game behind the Phillies at 17 and 17. Then the Marlins at 15 and 18. And the Nats at 13 and 17. The Phillies obviously. Um, after the off day today, we'll head to Washington for a three-game series against the Nats. So uh, you hope they can kind of bury the Nats a little bit here and win some games on the road as um, – you know, you'd like to see the Phillies be able to kind of grab back some of that momentum that they had had after the sweep of the Brewers and, you know, the chance to finally win a few games in a row after after kind of just the, the middling win one, lose one, win one, lose one that didn't happen for so, so, so long. And look, again, as we've talked about, this team is still flawed. There are so many holes. There are real issues they need to work on, fix, correct. But um, there are also reasons for positivity, things that will get better. Um, but... Again, you know, it's just, it's hard to, to be uh, super positive after the weekend, you know, that we just had because it was a bummer of a weekend. But back at it tomorrow, and you hope the Phillies will be able to rebound against a Nats team that, again, has struggled recently, uh, struggled this weekend against the Yankees. So um, we'll see. Uh, pitching matchups for the series, and we'll dive into this more tomorrow. But uh, Chase Anderson against Eric Fetty. We've seen Fetty a few times the last few years for the Nats. 
Um, certainly nothing special. Zach Wheeler against John Lester. You like that? Lester certainly well past his prime, and Wheeler's been great. And then Zach Eflin against Patrick Corbin. So you do have, you know, your two, two of your three big dogs going in this series. So that's good to see. That should be helpful. Um, Corbin is a shell of his former self. So I, I certainly think you have the advantage. I think the Phillies are better than the Nats. I think um, the Nats are, uh, as I said, coming in the season many times that, that I was much more scared of the Mets and Braves than I was the Nationals. So. Hopefully the Phillies can prove me right and and go into Washington and handle some business again. Uh, win a road series, guys, please, please. We need you to win a road series. Um, but again, look, we'll we'll dive into that series more tomorrow. Look at the Nats and um, again where the Phillies are at and uh, and you know what we we need to see again after a, a tough series in Atlanta, disappointing series in Atlanta, we'll say um, for sure. But uh, hopefully they can bounce back tomorrow. Either way. Uh, we'll dive into it tomorrow and we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.